As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome back to another episode of Second Chance Coaching for our season three premiere week. I decided to do a little something different, and now I have two episodes this week. So welcome again and happy Friday. Wanted to talk to you guys today about betting on yourself. If you're a sports fan, a lot of times we bet on our favorite teams when playing games during the season, or we bet on the Super Bowl or the NCAA championship, or various other championship sports. Even when the lotto jackpot reaches a certain high level, we bet on the jackpot and even enter the office pools with the hope of hitting that big money mark. Even though realistically, the mathematical statistics tell us it's nearly impossible, and we put money on these sporting events and the lotto jackpot that are 100% out of our control. Now don't feel bad, I'm the same way. If the lotto uh, jackpot comes along, and people are putting money in, I'm going to put money in because, hey, it's a, it's a chance anyway. You don't want to be that one that if it hits, that you don't want to sit there and get it. So that's not a problem. It's, it's not a big deal. We've all done it. But we do put our faith in these uncontrollable games of chance. But something along the way, we hesitate to put that much faith in ourselves. And we essentially hesitate to bet on ourselves. And in some cases, we don't ever bet on ourselves. Why does that happen? Why do we do that? Especially, if you think about this, especially when it's our determination, our confidence, our desire, our faith, our effort, our engine, we're in 100% control of that. We are 100% control in these things that we do. But maybe our hesitation is based on someone telling you that you're not good enough, or you're too big, you're too small, you're not smart enough. Why do you, why do we let that garbage enter into our thoughts? 10 times out of 10, when someone throws that garbage at you, they are projecting their own insecurities upon you. You're not good enough. Says who? The insecure person who says someone with a criminal conviction is not good enough to date? The coworker who is so inadequate they have to build themselves up by tearing you down? The boss who always says it's never good enough no matter what you do? Believe me, all of them have their own issues, and you are definitely not here to receive any of that. Reverse that, and tell them, and tell yourself first, you're not good enough to date me. It is your work product that is so bad that you have to deflect upon me your insecurities. 
And guess what? If I'm not good enough, I will give you the honor and gift of my absence. And you could find somebody else better than me if you think you could find them. And they could put up with your foolishness. Oh, so you're too big? No, sir. No, ma'am. You're too small for my my presence. Well, I'm too small? No, you're just not sharp enough to see the beauty and the details of what's in front of you. I'm not smart enough? I have enough degrees and or life experience to completely run circles around you and smart enough for you to be permanently dismissed from my life. It's hard to keep your mentality on betting on yourself. But just like negative forces come at you relentlessly, you have to exhibit the self-care and resiliency to pour the goodness and love into yourself. And in addition, there'll always be somebody, there'll be that one person who has your back and will pour the goodness and love into you. And that will transform into the sustainable confidence for you to make that bet on yourself that you are 100% in control of. Let me share something with you. In the beginning of 2020, in the first two months of 2020 prior to the pandemic, at this time, it's less than a year removed from mom's passing, less than a year removed from my sister and niece's relocation out of state. And at this time, the vultures at work are circling nonstop above me, and they're seeking and they're smelling blood. So much was going on from a rebellious staff, a lot of colleagues enjoying the sideshow from the peanut gallery, and a boss who was pretty unsure of their future at the, at the institution. It certainly was not the optimal time to think my confidence would be on level 10, and it certainly was not. In the midst of feeling alone and attacked, I felt it was a time to be still, reflect and pray, and really waiting for the answer to come to me while so much chaos surrounded me at a time, once again, I never felt more alone in my life. And there were days that to get out of bed was emotionally draining and physically challenging. The hits continued to come. My boss was let go, and then I was assigned to run the entire division on my own. Then after that, a small reprieve came about when our spring break arrived, and I spent that week thinking about what it is that I should do next, how I should approach things next, and I felt at that moment that I felt I needed a fresh start. A fresh start was what I needed. I proceeded to start to look for new opportunities all over the country and within the institution. And as I was starting to look for those opportunities, I started to get interviews, and then subsequently we returned from spring break. When we returned from spring break, that's when the world went upside down, and the COVID pandemic was upon us, and we quickly started working from home. It was somewhat of a godsend for me because now I'm not in the office every day. But nevertheless, even though I was working from home, I kept my head to the grindstone, I kept running the, d the division under my new boss, and I was still feverishly looking for opportunities and looking for job opportunities and looking for career opportunities. And I was getting a lot of hits. But unfortunately, I was always becoming the groomsman and not the groom. I was a finalist, but certainly wasn't able to crack that final that final level. And in many opportunities, they were they, and in many opportunities, there were opportunities where I was about to get to that final level. And then they dissolved due to the economic devastation of the pandemic and budget cuts. In this process, through this process, I started to become more resolved through the challenges and really was confident in my decisions, even with a very cantankerous staff. And during that time of difficulty, it was revealed who my allies were, which one of the few friends that I had, and most of all, who my enemies were. 
enemies that are still around to this very day. But I still keep fragile peacetime relations with them because, you know, at work, sometimes you got to sit there and be easy with folks when, you, when you're working with them because you have to get from one point to the next. But at that point, when I saw that external opportunities out of the department I was working in was, were not materializing, at that moment, my old position with the bachelor's program was going to open up because the person I hired to work in that position I had super, and I was supervising that person in the position was leaving for another opportunity. And then funny enough, at that time when it started to become revealed that that, that, that position was going to become open, the same enemies and colleagues who reveled in my misery or was making life difficult for me were all of a sudden interested in working for me and taking on that position or they wanted to know who I wanted to hire, or they all of a sudden had a long list of people they wanted to recommend, give their highest recommendation of people I should hire to put in that position. Despite all of that was going on, I still kept, in my mind, I still kept all the noise out and I kept it quiet. At this time, I started really betting on myself again, continuing to start betting on myself again. And I was building the framework for Second Chance Coaching as a business and podcast. And with every day, my confidence and my voice was growing. I thought through all the aspects of what it, what it would mean for me to reassume my old position in the bachelor's program financially, physically, organizationally, career-wise. I thought, what would this mean if I went back into this position? Thought through it, and I said, okay, this is a good bet on myself. By the time it was time to meet with my new boss for my annual performance evaluation review, I knew what I wanted to say as far as wanting to be reassigned. But I was still a little nervous because you can play a lot of things out in your head, but once it get once it's showtime, it could get a little nerve wracking. But it still was not nerve wracking enough for me not to do it. Nicely, the performance evaluation went really well. I passed it with flying colors. And then when the performance evaluation was over, at that moment, it was time to bet on myself. I then shared with my new boss my reflections over the past 16 months prior to that point. I shared a lot of, I shared a lot about being a custodian of my mental and physical health and then the bet on myself came down. I made the request to be reassigned. My boss was understanding and very compassionate and she said she would honor my request but she did ask me to think about it before the decision became final. Even though she gave me that leeway after getting off that Zoom call, I was relieved and I celebrated that betting on myself came through. Even though I was given the opportunity to think about it, I was like, no, I made that decision and I've been and I and, and my and my lotto ticket has come through. Over the next few weeks, I was asked by others to reconsider. There was at, at that point there was a lot of organizational restructuring going on, and now there was going to be different people that I would report to and my and my reporting line would be different. So I was asked by people in that structure to re reconsider and not accept the reassignment. And to and they were and and I got a lot of assurances and things of that nature. And there was nothing against them, but I knew where I wanted to be. I knew what I wanted. I was I was fine with the decision I made. I was relieved and I finally felt free to follow my passions, do more fulfilling work at the institution and really take the time to exhibit better self-care. In the following month, this podcast premiered. I became credentialed to teach public speaking and had more, more classes available to me to teach. And the foundation of meeting so many different people and organizations and people within the criminal justice reentry movement and movements 
that I made, even the even the even the negative people that I ran into, because I did run into some negative ones. You don't always escape the negative stuff, but mostly it was all positive. All of those experiences were making significant differences in my life, and they're still making significant differences in my life more than I realized. And I know that as I continue in this space and continue to bet on myself, I will continue to, I will continue to see these differences become realized. Why? Because I bet on myself. I bet on my reentry journey. I bet on my voice. I bet on me being the one that matters. Me being the one that matters in my story. Me being the one that matters in my journey. And believe me, that story, your story, and your courage is riding in, is inside of you right this very moment. All you have to do is take that step and bet on yourself. If you want to bet on yourself and you want to have that help and say, let's take that next step, we could take that next step together, as I'd love to work with you one-on-one. We could talk about it. Whether you're that returning citizen, coaching client looking to bet on themselves, or you're that representative of a business college or university that's looking to take that next step and go to the next level, please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Once again, remember, if you've been blessed to see another day, then you've been blessed with your second chance. It is up to you to make the best of it, and I know you will. I love you all. Please take care of yourselves, and I look forward to seeing you next week.